I'm Jordan. And I'm Tim. And this is Fails, Flops, and Fiascos. Tim, have you ever been to Ohio? I've driven through Ohio. And what did you think about Ohio? I wanted to get through there as fast as possible. So you weren't impressed? No. Okay. I have never been to Ohio, but that is where this episode's fail, flop, or fiasco takes place. Sweet. So you've never been, like, did you drive through Cleveland? Yes, it was Cleveland, right? Yeah. And what did you think about Cleveland? Like, did you stop or do anything for lunch? <laughs> I think or? we, I think we stopped for food and then kept on driving. Um, but what I remember driving through, driving through their city, it just seemed kind of run down, like okay. kind of just kind of sad. Okay. Uh, but it was it was kind of evening going into tonight so i don't know if it's just because we couldn't really see well but it looked old okay was it boring yes was it more of like an industrial look it seemed like it yeah okay yeah yeah in cleveland in if it was bad like what year did you guys go through 2018 okay yeah if it was bad in 2018 imagine how bad it was in 1974 Okay. Specifically, June 4th, 1974. Does this date ring a bell to you at all? June, no. Okay. Before me. It was before me, so. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure one of these days we're going to, like, plan on the exact same topic. So, I'm just curious to see if that date rang a bell. So, we're going to specifically talk about the Cleveland Indians... And the Texas Rangers. I know where you're going with this now. Oh yeah, this is gonna be good. Yeah. Did you did you do any research on this? No, I haven't. Okay. No, but I I know what you're talking about. So in 1931, the Cleveland Municipal Stadium was built, and at the time, it was the largest seating capacity in the world, over 78,189 people could sit that's, there. That's big, even for stadiums nowadays yeah i looked at pictures and videos and it's yeah. it's a pretty big stadium do you know by any chance like what the rockies stadium i want to say it's in upper 30s i call it mile high but that the one that the broncos play at i think it seats over a hundred thousand doesn't it i think it has the capabilities of it yeah okay pretty big I mean, for a baseball stadium, 78,000 people is a lot. Yes. So, Cleveland, and specifically the Cleveland Indians, offered a promotion called 10 Cent Beer Night. Yes. <laughs> right off the top of your head, does this, like, ring any alarm bells or, <laughs> or anything? Like, Just for the record, I was way off. Uh the capacity of course field is 50,000. 50,000. So we're still we're still 
28,000 over? Did you say 78? Uh, yeah, 78,189. <laughs> yeah. That's 28,000 more people. And that was built in 1931. Yeah, dude. that's crazy. So this is, I mean, this is 43 years later that this event happens. So the promotion gave each fan as many eight ounce beers as they could drink for only 10 cents a piece. The beer offered was Stroh's. Have you had Stroh's before? It was one of my grandpa's favorite Stroh's. Is that like, like Blue Pabst? Yeah, probably equal to that. Okay. Yeah. So Stroh's beer. Oh, and it was sold by Pabst Brewing. It, there you go. Oh, no, sorry. It was sold to Pabst Brewing in 1999. I, I don't think it's around anymore. Yeah, I don't, unless you can get it in the Midwest. Maybe they drank it all. Yeah. A 10 cent beer night. <laughs> so, so, okay. Let me ask you this The promotion is 10 cent, as many 10 cent beers as you want. What are some potential problems that you can think of? Because I want to see if you think the same as the people who put this promotion together. Running out of beer. Okay. No. <laughs> Buying beers to waste it by like maybe tossing it. <laughs> maybe drinking a little too much. I mean, for a dollar... <laughs> That's 10 beers, man. Dude, for a buck, 10 <laughs> beers. I wonder if, if we learn what the uh, the price of a ticket to this game was, but I remember thinking it was pretty cheap. Like, Oh, I'm sure. You, I think for two bucks, like you could buy a ticket. If you spent four bucks, you could have like 20 beers and like a ticket <laughs> yeah. to a game. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just think about that promotion for okay. a second. Yeah. It's simultaneously a win and a fail. However, let's go back in time six days before this event to get some context. Okay. So at this time, this is six days before June 4th, 1974. Okay. Both the Rangers and the Indians played each other at the Arlington Stadium in Texas. In Texas. Okay. It did not go well. (laughs) In the fourth inning, Rangers' Tom Grieve was walked. Lenny Randall hit a single, and the next batter hit a ground ball to Indians' third baseman, John Lowenstein, who stepped on third and threw to second. But Randall disrupted the play with a hard slide. Are you a, a baseball fan? Yes. Okay, so could you explain, like, what a hard slide is? So he's coming in a little high, kind of like wanting to get at the baseman. Okay. So even if he's out, he's going to make sure that he... He feels it. Yeah. Okay. So it's like in the NBA, like a hard foul. Yes. Like it's obviously you didn't have to hit that hard. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So what happened in return? In the eighth inning... The Cleveland pitcher retaliated by throwing the ball behind Randall's head. Randall bunted, which is, to explain it, it's not a full swing. It's kind of like you just barely hit it so that the ball doesn't travel very far. Randall bunted, and Wilcox 
retrieved the ball and tried to tack him, but Randall forearmed Wilcox. <laughs> okay. Not, not exactly the right way to get somebody out. Yeah. <laughs> so a little aggressive, you could say. A little, yes. At this point, Indians first baseman John Ellis punches Randall. Okay, so this is no longer just like a pushing match. Yeah. This is like full on, we're fighting. Yeah. So this started a brawl, causing the Rangers fans to pour beer on the Indian players. <laughs> In a baseball stadium, usually the dugout is like easily accessible. Like the fans can probably walk on the roof of the dugout. Yeah, especially back in 1974. When there was like no security. I don't even know if like the players were considered like high status at that point. Not like they are today, I wouldn't think. Yeah, probably not nearly as much security. Oh, yeah. So Tencent Beer Night. This is six days later after the brawl at the Rangers Stadium. Now, with that context in mind, do you have something to say? Maybe you're going to say this, but did they already have the 10 cent beer night planned? That's a good question. I would guess, based off of the turnout, that it was already planned. It was already planned. Okay. Yeah. I think it was already <laughs> planned. Okay. And then this new rivalry started. Okay. Which was just a perfect recipe. Yeah. So, with that context in mind, six days earlier, does Tencent Beer Night really sound like a good idea now? Uh, I guess it depends on who you are. <laughs> if you're an Indians fan, it sounds like a even better of an idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little revenge, maybe? Yeah, yeah. So, early in the game, the Rangers were up 5-1. to one. So, okay. this is bad. That's a, yeah, that's bad already. Yeah. Okay. So the home team is losing. And every, on the which which inning, I'm sorry. This was uh it didn't specify, just early in the game. Early in the game. Okay. Yep. So there's plenty of more time to drink mm-hmm. and plenty more time to continue to be losing. Yes. So I'm guessing <laughs> probably somewhere around two, three or four, like the fourth inning. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. At the latest, With, I would yeah. say fourth inning. So Tencent beer night's going on. Everybody has as much beer as they want. Rangers are up 5-1. And let's just talk about some of the incidents that have happened already. A woman runs onto the Indians on top of the, the deck of the dugout, flashes her breast, <laughs> and tries to kiss the umpire. Okay, okay. so this is the first fiasco. This <laughs> number one. A naked man runs oh, onto the field as <laughs> Grieve hits his second home run of the game. And the man slides into second base. Oh. So dear. the naked man is sliding into second base during this home run. <laughs> a father and son run onto the outfield as a mooning duo to the fans. How old was the the boy? That is a good question. Like, <laughs> this is 1974, so I'm not sure what kind of laws were in place at that point. That's true. Okay, so this is still early in the game. Yeah. Now, at this point, Indians left fielder Leron Lee 
hit a line drive that struck Rangers pitcher Ferguson Jenkins in the stomach. Fergie. Causing him to fall. Fans are shouting. They're angry. Hit him again. Hit him again. Harder. Harder is what they started chanting. So the fans continue to cause even more ruckus. At this time, apparently, it was completely legal to bring your own fireworks to a game. Oh, dear. Could you imagine that now? <laughs> I, you can't bring anything anymore. No, they check you like they, you have to run through the airport security to yeah. get into a game. Yep. At this time, it was completely legal to bring your own fireworks to a game. Yeah, what type on. of fireworks? Come on. Yeah. I don't know if it was like considered. Go get your beer. Get your beer. Bring your fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Like just have as yeah. much of a good time as you possibly can. Yep. And now you can't. Some nights you can't even have peanuts. No. You yeah. can't even. Can you even bring in your own water? Like I don't mm-hmm. even think you can do any of that. <laughs> so the fans continued to cause more ruckus. They were firing fireworks at the Rangers dugout. And spitting at uh, some of their players. Sounds like some hooligan stuff, man. Mike Hargrove, I don't know what position he played, but he was quoted as saying that he had just barely dodged a gallon jug of Thunderbird. Do you know what Thunderbird is? I don't think so. It's like a really, really cheap wine. (laughs) (laughs) I think back in that time, it was still in glass. Oh, So it was like a glass gallon jar of cheap wine in the bottom of the ninth the indians ended up tying the game up so the game was five five oh that's even more exciting yeah time to celebrate oh yeah (laughs) but as you can imagine at this point fans have been having 10 cent beer for nine innings so what's happening at this point at the ninth inning and this is, keep in mind, this is a professional MLB yes. baseball game. Yeah. it's. I wonder if this is the reason why they stopped selling in the seventh inning now. Ooh, maybe. You remember how uh, in the NBA, Malice at the Palace, that stopped <laughs> yes. all glass? Yep. You could no longer buy glass bottles of beer. Yep. Okay, so bottom of the ninth, plenty of beer to go around. A fan tries to steal Rangers... Jeff Burrow's hat. Oh, dear. So this fan literally ran out onto the field and tried to steal this player's hat. And when he confronts him, he trips and falls. Ranger, who, wait, who, who tripped and fall? The, no. the fan. The fan is. Yep. Okay. So stop, we're stopping play. This guy ran out onto the field, tried to steal a dude's hat. He falls. Rangers manager Billy Martin thinks that Burrow's was attacked. Oh, dear. And charges onto the field with a bat. <laughs> And other players who were also holding bats. However, the drunk fans have the advantage because they have knives, <laughs> chains, and ripped off stadium seats. Yeah, so we're talking about a knives drunk and chains stadium seats that they ripped up out of the ground. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. Indians manager Ken Aspermonte notices the danger of this situation and he tells the players to grab bats and help out so attack the fans 
So all the so players, the Rangers and the Indians are both now kind of not yet. Oh. So at this point, it's only the Rangers who are being attacked. <laughs> okay. So the Rangers, they think one player uh-huh. is getting attacked, and so the manager of the Rangers tells all the players, "Grab a bat, let's go out there. We're going to protect our own." Right. So they go out there. Then the fans come onto the field with knives, chairs chains whatever they can find as a weapon and so now you have drunk fans and the rangers going at it so now these fans you could call them rioters are proceeding to chuck folding chairs striking indians relief (laughs) in the head so this prompts a fist fight between hilgendorf and a fan and when heading back to the dugout he got into a second fight another involved was second baseman rusty torres the rioters hit the players with bottles rocks cups hot dogs radio batteries which i don't even i have no explanation for that popcorn containers and folding chairs radio commentators joe tate and herb score draw attention to the lack of security on the radio And eventually, a riot squad shows up to end the brawl. (laughs) Umpire Nestor Chilak forfeited the game to Texas. Chilak himself suffered a head wound from a flying stadium seat and a cut from a flying rock. Where are they getting the rocks? Were people walking out of the stadium coming back with rocks just so they could throw them? I don't know why you would when you had all these cups and bottles and... yeah chairs apparently to just chuck at people why would you go out and get a rock plus the other thing was fans were actually on the field at this point there was no holding them back yeah so you could chuck a bottle and go back out onto the field to grab it again and use it as many times as you want this is great the american league president lee mcphail (laughs) are you (laughs) His name is spelled M-C-P-H-A-I-L. McPhail. That is gold. He later said, quote, There was no question that beer played a part in the riot. (laughs) Three later beer nights that the Indians had scheduled were changed from unlimited beers to four beers per person. Okay. So they learned their lesson. My question's to you. What prompts a business to offer ridiculously underpriced alcohol for an event? Uh, well, how many people showed up? I think it was a sellout. It was, it was yeah, a sellout. Like 78,000 people showed up. Well, any idea what their attendance was prior to this? Oh, it was terrible. The Indians were complete trash and so i think i remember seeing that they barely had a few thousand showing up to their home games okay so you offer 10 cent beer to a a society that probably still wasn't very thriving at the time you're talking about just as fans or just as like citizens of cleveland just citizens of cleveland i'm sure it was uh, a i don't want to say lower class but like probably not very wealthy so i did some research on what Cleveland was like in the 70s. Okay. Cleveland was a very industrial-focused town. Okay. A lot of factory workers. Through the late 60s and early 70s, 
there were a lot of factories that were closing. Okay. And so you had a population of people who had work, who were laid off of work and had a hard time making ends meet. So by the time this game comes around, a population of disgruntled people. You have disgruntled people. You have an offer that they can actually afford. So why not? I mean, I'm sure if someone were to have that type of promotion now, I would show up. It would have to be like a $5 beer, but still, that's that's 10 yeah. cents, man. Come on. Yeah. like anything, Unlimited? Anything less than like eight bucks. Yeah. I'm, and for eight <laughs> ounces? Oh, yeah. I'm there, man. Yeah. Like, that sounds like a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. So a disgruntled population, what would the average person do if they were angry? Drink. Yeah. Drink. And try to forget their problems. That's right. Yep. So you have a... <laughs> the professional baseball team offering 10 cent beers. Yes. My second question to you, would better security have made a difference? Not at all. Why do you think that? <laughs> we have quote unquote good security nowadays and people are still running on the field trying to one, one baseball player here was not attacked, but a fan wanted to take a selfie with him. He was tackled, but like it took five or six security people to drag him off. They're still getting out. If they want to get out there, they're going to get out there. Oh, yeah. I've seen the security at these games. Yeah. I'm not worried. Not at all. Usually most of them are older than 65. Yeah. And not in the best shape. No. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. If it weren't for the mayhem six nights earlier, would it have changed this Tencent beer night? I think yes. Um, you put a rivalry into any mix, it's going to make it uh, that much more intense. Mm-hmm. But if if you go back six days and the game went off without a hitch, maybe the Indians won. I don't, did we say who won that, the first game? Oh, the first game? Ooh, I don't know. I think the Texans won both of them. Okay. Perhaps if the Indians did win, you'd come home. You wouldn't have that tension already. Right. But I'm like, sure, I mean, you talk about sports now, and you talk about it all week. Oh, yeah. Especially if, like, oh, man, like, did you see what happened to so-and-so? Man, I can't wait till they get here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's like how the uh, how I felt. I think it was two playoff, two, two years ago, the Nuggets lost to the Suns. Oh, yeah. I was like, when I saw that we were going to meet up with them again in the playoffs, I was so <laughs> ready, man. Like, yeah, let's do this. Yep. So I think if it weren't for all the fiasco that had happened six days earlier, I think it would have, like, this would not have been considered a fiasco. It probably would have been it, like, yeah, people got drunk and they it was, like, it made It would have been wild, yeah. It would have been, you know, fire, probably still fireworks. Sure, yeah. A lot of fighting. In the stands. In the stadium, yeah. Yeah, probably. No doubt. I mean, yep. that happens anyway. Sure. But I don't think the the players would have been at risk. No. I don't think there would have been nearly as many people running around naked on the field. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so in the 70s, in the 1970s, Cleveland lost 23.6% of its population. Oh, that's a lot. Which is quite a bit. Yeah. It also became the first sizable American city since the Great Depression to default on its loans. Oh, man. In what ways could this have contributed to the atmosphere in 
these above mentioned games? That's a good question. I don't know if it made it any worse. Like, do you think people would have left because they saw their fans? Oh no, no, no! This being is crazy. This is well. I guess it, the technical or the it just says like 1970s. So from okay. the beginning of 1970 to the end of 1979, they lost 23.6 percent. I think that a population in Cleveland was so. I mean, Cleveland sounded really depressing. Yeah. In the early 70s. I mean, it still sounds depressing. Like, it, I have no... Yeah. I have no desire to go to Ohio, Cleveland. I don't have any desire. Yeah. I think if you know that, like, 23, 25% of the population is leaving, uh-huh. who wants to stay in a place like that? Yeah. That's depressing. So, I think it does make a little bit of a difference. Okay. The interesting thing to me is... The Indians are, they're not the Indians anymore. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the, the Guardians. Are they really? Yeah, because having the name Indian is racist. Politically incorrect. Yeah, but they're one of the oldest teams there is. So they stuck around. Yeah. So, I mean, what does that tell you about the organization, I guess? Have there been any MLB teams that have disintegrated? Uh, there's been a few. Really? In, in fact, the, the Oakland Athletics are kind of falling apart. They're moving to Las Vegas. Okay. See, I knew that organizations move. Yeah. But I didn't know that they like, um, had like gone bankrupt or could I think Seattle had a team that only lasted two years. Okay. Before the Mariners. I'm trying to think of who else. That might be it. I've heard that like the NFL, it would take them 25 years like if they stopped receiving money today, yeah, it would take them twenty five years to go bankrupt or something crazy. Like they've that's, made that much money, and it's that's just, crazy. It's pretty wild. So, what would you classify this? A fail, a flop, or a fiasco? Fiasco. Fiasco. Yeah, fail on the promotion. Sounds good in hindsight. <laughs> I mean, it got the fans out there. How many more sales did they make because of just the beer part, or? Were they even waiting to, like, after people saw this last game, now they're like, what better way? Like, not only are we going to be able to taunt the other team, we're going to be able to do it drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. really drunk. Yeah. I mean, that's what surprised me the most, I think, was the fact that it was unlimited. Yeah. You could have as much as you wanted. I want. How much was a beer in 1974? I bet it was a buck, at least. Okay. So... 10 for what you would normally pay for one beer you could get 10 10 of them (laughs) and i would bet at some point based on how rowdy the crowd sounded i would bet at some point like even the people at the cash register just gave up and just started handing out free beer yeah how did they not run out well i think okay so in my research some of the places did run out oh so they brought a truck of more kegs and placed it like where it was easily accessible for everybody the people who were manning that truck, uh-huh. they left because there were so, so many rowdy people storming the truck. That they, they just said, have at it like you can have it. Take it. I would definitely classify this as a fiasco. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you had people running out on the field, uncontrolled <laughs> fights happening. I, I, I love the, the guy and his son mooning the crowd. That is great. <laughs> Quite a relationship they must have. <laughs> 
Where are these people now? Do you think they're still alive? 1970? Yeah. They're, I mean, the players well, are probably, they're definitely still alive. They'd be in like their 60s, 70s. Yeah, I guess so. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because they were probably yep. early 20s. 20s, 30s, yeah. 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 Ten cent beer night. Makes me want to have a cold brewski. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. Please follow us on Twitter at FX3Podcast. Our Instagram is at F3Pod underscore cast. And Facebook is Failures, Flops, and Fiascos. Please feel free to submit your fail of the week to FX3Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, guys, and we'll see you next time.